All right. So, hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of Real Talks. I'm your host, like always, Brady Carducci. And today on the show, I have a very special guest. Um, he's an up and coming artist from Montreal, Quebec. You guys may recognize him from his hit song, Blowin, or his 2019 studio album, Mascara Tears. Please welcome to the show, CJ Flemings. Yeah. How's it going, man? Brady, what's going on, man? Nothing much, man. Pleasure. Uh, thank you for taking some time to sit down with me, buddy. I really appreciate it. Uh, it means a lot. So, uh, I'm excited to dive into your journey, man, learn more about you, chop it up, and hopefully have some good conversation. Definitely, man. Um, so you're out in Toronto right now, right? Yeah, yeah, out in Toronto, so. Sorry? How's Toronto doing right now? Is it, is it getting busy for everybody staying inside? They safe or what? Yeah, you know what? Like, people, like, there's always those, there's always different crowds. Like, you got half the people, like, staying inside, like, doing social distancing, and then you always have that that other half that are kind of still out. Like, I don't know if you've, you've seen in the news, but uh, like Trinity Bellwoods, it's like a big, uh, a big park over by in, in Toronto. They, uh, there was some like controversy because there was a lot of people basically like gathering over there on the weekend because it was pretty nice. Wow. And uh, yeah, a lot of people were pretty pissed off because there was like a couple thousand like, people was, just in the park. Was, I heard about that. I think it was, it was like um, the Toronto Woodstock, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And then what was what was even worse was the uh, the mayor was there too, like completely like mask off, no gloves and everything. So people were oh, kind of pissed about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, shit. You gotta you gotta just remain positive, like yeah. at all times, man. Like despite despite everything that's happening, you know. So exactly. How's it uh, How's it been in Montreal though? How have things been in Montreal? Same thing. Same thing. Same, same thing. You know, I feel like. The pandemic is calming down, you know, today there's like a, a few stores opening up. Okay. Which, um, you got, you got schools that are, are, are probably um, running through online programs now, like my little brother, for example, you know, he goes to school and stuff like that, right? So, you know, in, in a pandemic like this, um, I feel like it's still a need for us to stay inside and, and, and make sure that we're, we're um, completely, uh, you know, safe from a, 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 a situation like this. Cause I don't want to, I don't want it to stretch on to another year or two, yeah. you know, because of what I like to do, which is like unite everybody together and, 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 and create a moment. You feel me? So, you know, I, I rather just stay away and stay inside for the, for the, for the time being. Might as well, like, you know, sacrifice now so that, you know, a year from now, it'll be it'll be better and we can actually do what we want to do. Right. So mm -hmm. I'm all about that, too. Um, awesome. So I wanted to get into things. So I just wanted to kind of start off by just talking a little bit about your background, because, you know, I know that you started dabbling into music when you're about 13 years old. So um, what was it about music early on that kind of just made you so interested in it and, and uh, wanted you to, you know, get in the process of creating some yourself? My father. Um, okay. I think I think my father had a lot to do with, um, you know, me mocking the idea of performing live. You know, my my father used to perform reggae music, um, little little concerts here and there. He used to open up for uh, reggae legends. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Barris Hammond. Okay. Bounty Killer which, you know, he just had the whole clash thing with Beanie Man the other day. You know, my father opened up for people like this. Um, and, um, you know, I, I'll never forget, 
being a kid, I don't remember how old, maybe like four, five, six. You know, like around that time of my life, it was a time where like technology was like, like, like getting in its bag, feel me? Okay, yeah, it was like, it was building up. Yeah, so like internet rolled in with the computers, you know, at that time and shit. Mm-hmm. But I'll never forget the one day also when he, my father came home with like a full on surround sound system and a mic, you know, just to like, and we were living in an apartment, dude. So it's not like we could like, we have the freedom to blast music, but it was just there for him to rehearse. That's how dedica- dedicated he was, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I used to see my father just pick that mic up and I used to want to, I used to feel like. You know, like let me let, let me go grab the mic and see if I could do, do what my does. <laughs> you feel me? Like even though I didn't know what I was doing, I was just a kid, five years old. But like you know, that's how I I feel like that's how I started getting comfortable with the MCing part of my my, my journey. So yeah, okay. man, I, those are those are moments in my life that pushed me. And also, you know, my my cousins, they okay. DJ. Um, my cousins DJ a lot and you know it's it's it, they'll do like sound clashes and stuff like that so it gets pretty mm. wild and rowdy you feel me so you know that that part was a very raw aspect of the music that I was learning you know mm-hmm. so I, I used to I used to dive into that as well and you know they used to support me and 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 you know I'll never forget I'll never forget um the first time I figured out, okay, like let me let me just write my own raps, you know. Um it was after I figured out that I I there was this program called Audacity. Oh yeah, I know Audacity. So I was in about I was like eleven years old when I when I downloaded that shit. Mm-hmm. And um I downloaded I, I realized that like at that age, right? At around 11, 12, that I could download Audacity. I could, I could also find instruments, mm-hmm. instrumentals okay. on YouTube. Yeah. And I also find, figured out that I could convert these things, you know? Mm-hmm. So I started, I started just doing the process by like, you know, YouTube was like a big thing, you know, I clearly back then still is today. Still is today. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. That, that was my main thing. Like I was ahead of the curve with that. So I used to Google, I used to Google or YouTube what I want wanted to do at all times, you know? Mm-hmm. And it led me to it led me to to find this instrumental called um Aina. Aina, okay. By T I and it was Young Dro, but T I Oh was Young on, Dro, okay, okay. See, I was on a remix, feel me? Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I fucked with the record, but it was Ti's verse that mm-hmm. stood out to me. So I learned his verse like bar for bar, mm-hmm. off the top of your head. Yeah, that not didn't need didn't really need to be off top. I was just kind of trying to get the flow because you know I'm new to this shit. You know, like right, right. You're trying to figure it out still. Yeah, memorizing wasn't really like in me yet fast enough so okay, like, okay. i would rehearse probably still read and record and mm. you know ain't uh, was just like the first record that i felt like oh shit i actually can hear 
what I sound like on a record, but I'm spitting someone else's bars, which is like rap's number one rule of not to do, right? Like, yeah, you, know, <laughs> you gotta write your bars. But I started somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And without anybody having to tell me, like, dude, like you're supposed to write your own shit mm-hmm. as an artist. You know, I didn't need I didn't need someone to tell me that. I I always I always felt like, yo, like if I'm taking a verse from Ti, you know, like I should be able to write my own shit. Exactly. Like when I started to search more instrumentals and see what I took with. At the time, I was very um, heavily influenced in Cash Money. Okay. Birdman and Wheezy. At the yeah, time, yeah. Carter, Carter Three was about to come out and shit. That's um, a that's a classic album right there. Carter Three, even Carter Five, is goes crazy to this day. Yeah, and I remember it was it was Pop Bottles. The song was called Pop Bottles. So I took the instrumental and I ripped it up, and uh, I I made I wrote my first ever rap. To that i'll never forget it. it's like it's still to this day blows my mind like when i tell the story to people because like like this is legit how i i became i got this far <laughs> you know what i'm saying so, that, yeah yeah it, it's it, it blows my mind man I, I started writing to pop bottles um and then i recorded it i got the the song the file whatever and i started to learn about just like just the art of rap itself by keeping that consistent, you know, okay. remixing other songs and stuff like that. I started to build my craft and build my writing skills okay. on that. Cause I didn't know what a producer was. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I didn't know what a producer was. I didn't know what, a, what composers are, what splits are like, none of the, none of that. I was just doing this because you know, my, my parents were going through a divorce or whatever. So it was something for me to escape, you know, right. like yeah. being in a house, being in a house that's empty, like, mm. because my mom just moved out or whatever the case is, you know, cause we used to live in my, in, in uh, my father's crib. Okay. You know, uh, where he provided for us and stuff like that. And, you know, my mom said, you know what, I had enough and ended up moving. So we ended up in a place where, it was like a small apartment, dude. Nothing really special. Like mm-hmm. we didn't, even, we didn't even have furniture. Really? Wow. Like the computer was on the like the computer screen. Yeah, you know? yeah. You, you remember the big, big bat? Like it had the bat to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on the floor. You know, like wow. keyboard on the floor, mouse on the floor, mouse mm-hmm. on the floor. Sorry, and. You know, I, I, I would just, I would, I would like find passion in that, you know, cause I ain't had nothing. And yo, when, when they take everything away from you, that's where you start to build something. You know, I realized like if, you know, once I, the, something was missing, you know, I had to get busy. I had to inspire myself. And I guess BET was a big play into that because the ain't joint, which I'm talking about, you know, it used to play on BT all the time and shit. Yeah. We had television to watch and music to look up to and stuff like that. You know, so mm-hmm. that's that's where that's where I kind of got the drive to like start making music. I used to go back to 
go back to high school. And I don't, I think I was in grade eight when I, when I really started, you know, and I used to go back to high school and, and, and show my, show my friends. I'll never forget. I had this, this girl named Melissa. Okay. And I used to, I used to go back to her and be like, yo, you think this is fire? She was like a huge Wheezy fan. Okay. You know I mean? And uh, yeah, she used to always tell me like, yeah, you know, this is fire. She gave me my first rap name. What was your first rap name? <laughs> I'd rather not say it. Okay. I'd rather not say like, just because... Just but you know what? I'll, I'll tell I'll tell you I'll tell you where it, it was Baby C. Okay, Baby C. Okay. I said she called me Baby C and I ran with it. You feel me? Okay. So that's that's how I kind of like got my first start in the rap game and um yeah man from then I that I was in Laval at the time and then I moved. Okay. To, nice. Uh, for for the people who don't know, you know, that's Laval's in Montreal. Mm. Um, it's it's like a it's 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 not considered a part of Montreal, but you know it's it's pretty much it's very close. You know, you just cross over a little quick bridge. But yeah, man, like since then I started to move around. You know, okay. I started to learn about Montreal artists <laughs> and how and what the competition is like. You know, I started to learn about. I started getting more competitive. Okay, that creative, that competitive fire started to really like well up in you. Like, okay, it wasn't there at first, but really, okay, I definitely grew into that. You know, because I, I remember, I remember, I, I used to love participating in like um, competitions and stuff like that. Okay, to showcase skills, like uh, like music and like rap competitions. You're talking, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, you know, I I used to I used to like. There was this one competition I did, uh, and I came in third. I was, I was thirteen. Oh wow! Um, you know, the age, you know, of all these rappers and stuff. They were a lot older than I was. You know, um, these were Montreal elder rappers, and at, at the age of like thirteen years old, I, I was able to like impress them and 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 get myself a spot you know so mm-hmm. I, I felt like that was my first accomplishment okay in 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 music mm-hmm. and since then i realized that wow there's there's traffic there's like there's engagement behind this like people actually like fuck with this you know like, yeah yeah facebook facebook was just huge at the time and i guess i was running i was running I was on Facebook and MSN. Were you um were you uploading like uh, videos and stuff to YouTube as well, or just strictly Facebook? Um, I would upload to YouTube. You know, okay. YouTube was was my thing. Like I, I used to love uploading my shit up to YouTube and and mm-hmm. feeling like I just dropped something. You know. Right. Yeah. 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 That was that was definitely like a a part that i remember youtube youtube was just huge dude like it it it, it helped a lot back then you know mm-hmm. um and yeah facebook too facebook was a, a huge thing for me um so for like putting shows together and stuff like that you know a lot of the first shows that i like probably the, the first show i ever got a cut got a check from was me like networking on facebook and stuff like that you know mm-hmm. so like, uh, yeah, definitely. 
Sick. Man, it's just it's just crazy because it's like nowadays with social and like online, like like you just said, your first check was from networking on Facebook. That's such I'm so happy that like social is just given that type of those type of opportunities you're and you're able to actually like build and connect with people that maybe you wouldn't you wouldn't have been able to in any normal circumstance, you know. So um it's definitely uh it's definitely a good a good platform. So you were so you were saying you 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 know you started to perform and stuff. Did you really were you really at the beginning try to build your name in Montreal before you started to, to branch out, or how did you how did you approach um, you know building your brand when you were when you were first starting out? It was tricky because I didn't know what a brand was. You know? Okay, I see. Like I like I don't even think I knew what I was I was signing up for. It, mm, uh, it was all new. Yeah. It was all new, bro. I was, I'm just, I'm just a kid from Montreal who just like had a passion for music, you know? Yeah. Not, not the image or the brand or like, like, you know, of course those are people, you know, image is important and stuff like that. You know, people inspire me for that reason and, and such. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know what I was tapping into in terms of like my name being important and, Mm. Um, you know, keeping a clean image and, and, and branding and this and that. I didn't even know I needed a manager or what, you know, at that time or whatever. Right. I just, I just let the music speak first. That right. was my goal. I wanted to just, I like, I was very hard on my music, dude. Like, to this day, I'm... Very critical. Yeah, I'm a freak in, with, with this shit. So it's it's like... For me to back then be in tune with my brand, like that only came like later, you know? Okay. Yeah. 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 Once you started to, to develop more. Uh, yeah. I, I needed a bit more developing before I knew what my brand was. Yes. You know, it's so, not until I met, um, I was doing, I was, I was writing a whole bunch of songs mm -hmm. and I knew I wanted to make an album. Right. That's really what, that's what started the branding part. Okay. When, so when the album stuff, you wanted to put something together and that's when the, the brand stuff came into play. Yeah. Cause like, you know, dropping singles is cool, but you know, listening to a full body album with a story mm. to me, like felt like more of a, a, it felt more special than just like putting a, a, a single out. And I always wanted to be that type of dude who drops albums, you know? So right. I, like, I remember I I was like working on my first album and um, I won't give up the, the name of the album because it's like, it's so old and, and so outdated today, fuck it. Um, mm -hmm. But I was working on this album and I was struggling with like, like having to, cause having to pay the engineer, you feel me? Right, so okay. I, at the time I was what, like 16, 17, mm -hmm. working, working like a warehouse job on weekends. Yeah, um, yeah extra cash, part-time, all that extra stuff. Extra cash, whatever. And, uh, but I, I was still in school, right? Okay. I remember struggling to, to, to pay, you know, some shit and, I, I ended up selling my Jordans. I had, oh. I, had, I had like three pairs of Jordans that like I like retros, like real. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, I had to like 
wake up 6 a.m. to go get type Jordans. Stand in line for for a couple hours and get them. And that that was cool and all, but when I realized that, yeah, I'm not going to get this album out in the time frame that I want it to be, Mm -hmm. that's when I started to be like, okay, what what could I get rid of to get some cash so I could go finish that? So I sold my Jordans. I ended up finishing the album. And once Mm -hmm. I got the album, I was like, okay, like, what am I gonna do with this now? So I had my boy. This is when I. This is when me and Shane first clicked up. Um, oh, Shane. Okay. Okay. Uh, Shane and I. I ended up. <laughs> so this story is so funny. I'll never forget. I ended up telling Shane like, "Yeah, I finished my album. Like, what should I do?" Because mm-hmm. I knew he had. I knew he wanted to be like some sort of leader or manager, like, you know, like I knew his role in the music was a part of that, in that field. In that field, okay. So I reached out to him for that reason. Had he, um, had he worked, had he worked in the industry before? Or was he completely new as well? He, he was new. He was new. He was new? So, okay. Okay. He, um, he was probably studying a lot. Mm. Of what he should be doing today, you know what I'm saying? Right, but, right, right. But he was new to what he was doing, and um, when I asked him what should I do, I'll never forget the answer he told me: put it out. Right. Just put it out. And I'm sitting there. I'm what a 17 year old kid. Like I just sold my Jordans. Right. To pay the engineer to <laughs> fucking get the album for you to tell me to just put it out, you know? Right, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of just like, "Fuck!" Like, what now? You know? So I was like, "Yeah, I gotta put this out." Yeah. So I ended up, um, I ended up putting a, a, a photography studio together at, at a, one of the universities. Okay. Um. And I got I got a front cover, back cover, you know, the whole branding thing comes into play now, you know. Definitely. So I, I had to, that's how I started, you know, um, branding my name, CJ Flemings, uh, as an artist. Mm-hmm. And I put my album out and it did pretty well in the city. Like no, okay. one, no one was doing what I was doing. Yeah, <laughs> the numbers. Point, like it, no, not even. I won't. Even, I ain't even talking numbers now. Okay. I'm just saying. In Montreal, I feel like no one was really putting albums out like that. Okay, they were just doing the single game, like just putting out singles. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or music videos, or it was a lot of French artists. You know, okay. Like, or, or, there just wasn't a kid as young as me with that drive to like put music out you know mm-hmm. and, and impress people you know and just just to give back you know i was yeah. literally giving free music because I, yeah. I remember i put it on soundcloud you know and 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 um i just let it run okay you know, there, there was no spotify no apple, apple music or, yeah yeah you know i put it out on soundcloud there, and you know at the time you if you wanted to download you know, the, the songs and stuff like that, have them, you know, you used to like upload them to like these weird uh, sharing, file sharing websites, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I used to, that's what I was into. And um, I'll never forget, like 
Shane had sent my music to uh, this uh, DJ producer. Uh, his name is Lunis. Okay. Um, Shane had sent my music to Lunis and right away, instantly, I, I started seeing that Lunis was picking up on my music. Like he was following, um, he was listening to my music. Um, okay. He ended up following me. He reached out and he was like, bro, you have international success. You yeah. know, like, like you should keep in touch with me because we got to we got to get you in on some records and some stuff so mm -hmm. i i from that point is when i started to realize okay like like we're getting recognized you know yeah. like yeah. so let's take this up let's take let's, let's take, take it up, up another notch yeah, yeah. You know, and, and 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 be more careful with with certain decisions that i make and stuff like that and you know i met lunas at the time, he was traveling, DJing across the world. Wow! It, that's what that's what gave my one of my songs a huge push, a huge boost at the time because he was mm -hmm. playing one of the, one of my songs like everywhere, you know. Constantly. He, I if I if I just like I, I remember I used to just look up his hashtag. I used to look up you know Lunas on Instagram, you know, just for okay just to see like what he's up to and at times i'd be able to catch footage of my song being played you know wow. just off that just off rip like that you know that means like the fans are capturing this moment mm -hmm. and they're like putting it they're uploading the moment you know it, it, and sharing it and telling all their friends yeah, about it too and, it, and it's my song in it so i that's mm -hmm. when i i felt like yo sump's picking up bro like let's let's keep the momentum going i kept you know, going back and forth with Lunas. Anywhere he went, I felt like I needed to be there, you know? And Shane also helped with that vision because he helped me realize that I could do whatever if I put my mind to it. You know, I just gotta, I just gotta be present. And, mm -hmm. and show up. a lot of, uh, a big part of it is just showing up, dude. Like, yeah. Well, I feel like that's like for, for anything, like that's almost like people say just showing up is half the battle. Um, I mean, I think that's completely true. Cause if you don't, if you don't show up, you don't, you're not even like in the fight or in the battle to begin with. So uh, yeah, exactly. that's definitely fact. Yeah. yeah. So I know you go, so you, I know you split your time a lot between Montreal and Toronto. When did, when did you start really, really going in, uh, going to Toronto and really getting involved in the hip hop scene within Toronto? Cause I know it's been, it's been bubbling for a little bit now in terms of popularity. In Toronto, right? In Toronto. Yeah. Um, I used to, how did, how did Toronto start? Well, yeah, honestly, I, this dude I know named Aiden. Okay. Um, a very close friend of mine, Aiden, mm -hmm. introduced me to Lance, Michael Lance, uh, who executive produced my last album, Man Scared Tears. Uh, we hopped out, we, Aiden ended up putting us on a call, on a conference call, and, uh, you know, Lance was super excited to work with me at the time, and he wanted to get in the studio. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just kept in touch with him to see how real this was, and, you know, I drove down to Toronto just to just to check out the vibes and energy and um as soon as we met it's we got to work for me okay, like quickly it, yeah. yeah like the first day we like 
we made a song, mm -hmm. just like got to know each other. And then the second day was like boot camp for me. So um, oh, okay. it ended up being boot camp for like a whole week. Mm -hmm. Now, when you say when you say boot camp, what do you what do you mean exactly by that? Um, well, first of all, we're we're starting from scratch. You know, okay. you know, we're 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 starting from scratch. Productions being made as we go, lyrics mm -hmm. are made as we go. You know, uh, we're doing like two songs a day. You know, okay. um, and mind you, two songs a day. I'm talking complete full songs. You know, I'm from not start talking, to finish. Yeah, I'm not talking about stuff that needed to be retouched you okay. know like mm -hmm. like mascara tears was actually an album that i didn't really go back and retouch at all like it was just really? like it was just like days of hard work put in into that one session you know mm -hmm. um and uh you know after a whole week we realized okay we have we have some dope we have some dope songs on on our hands let's let's take a break you know, so I'd go back home, schedule another session, and um, end up back in Toronto, just to just to get more songs out the way. Because yeah. like my my goal was just to build chemistry. You know, I didn't really care how many songs we had. I just I just wanted to make sure like we had chemistry. You know, so I would any anything he put on, I just I'm I'm I would just go. I'm snapping. Um, so like that's how Toronto came about because I was heavily in the studio at, at all times, just working okay. with Lance. And if we would take a break, you know, we'd go out see places and and nice, okay. people that I need to meet. You know, they would introduce me to people that they felt like would help us move forward and put us in a position where we could really be successful with this album. Um, and and. And for the upcoming albums that you know we're about to drop, so um, yeah, man, Toronto, Toronto, like I feel like is a very special place to me, man. Like it's 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 a lot more different than, than Montreal, of course. It's it's bigger, yeah. you know. It's 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 English, um, you know. Like the French being here, it could kind of create a barrier sometimes. Mm -hmm. like a like a language barrier or just like an understanding type of thing yeah exactly okay. There's, okay. there's a language barrier here you know that that can it it, it can allow artists to suffer and really yeah yeah like it's it's very I, I i definitely believe in that because you know it's it's very french driven here and it's a lot so it's there's a lot that we might not get but toronto will get it and i'm talking about i'm talking about the culture that comes from not canada mm. but the united states you right. know yeah because what i'm doing is something that dominates not in canada you know and toronto being the huge hub of canada it it only brings me a step further to what i'm trying to accomplish but, you know, so is that a is that a theme like for other English speaking artists like yourself? Is it like okay, I I can't I can't if I want to progress my career, I can't stay in Montreal. I have to I have to go to Toronto and really establish myself there. Is that like the the theme or no? No, no. 
it's not it's it's it it'll allow you to broaden up your view you know what i'm saying like you could get a wider range of like things to do by coming out here and out there in montreal you know it's not it's not the best idea to think that like okay you know like i'm gonna go to toronto and gonna make it out of here you know it actually makes me like i'm more of a unicorn being in montreal get it okay yeah 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 you stand out i'm more of a diamond rock if i stay here okay as soon as i put myself in you know the toronto category i feel like you know i i'm placing myself amongst a lot of artists that I feel like, you know, there's, there's just a lot. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very, um, I don't want to say saturated, but there's a lot more like competition. There's a lot more going on. Battle Royale, dude. Yeah. Literally, it's a Battle Royale. Yeah. You You know what I'm saying? Whereas Montreal, it's, it's like, you know, it's like, it's like people trying to help each other go up the stairs and everyone falling. Like, I don't know. Like, it's it's it i think it's all about changing the narrative you know i agree with that yeah it's, it's just about changing the narrative creating a story that mm-hmm. will inspire more people to believe because right now there's there's left less people believing that like you know montreal is a dope place for english speaking people <laughs> it's yeah. like mind-blowing if you think about it like Montreal as a English speaking urban community like no mm, about it. yeah so it's 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 definitely tough it's definitely tough there's a balance that 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 of of traveling that needs to happen you know traveling is is, is key to my success at the very moment. yeah I think I think a lot of artists it's a key to a lot of artists um uh, success too because it's like each place they go they're stop they're you know being in the community they're establishing different fan bases around wherever they go and you know I think it's I think it's definitely essential um I know you uh you brought up mascara tears which I want to talk about a little bit I know you released that um in late 2019 I personally my favorite song I I love the album personal favorite song is uh, is judgment I love the the message and everything behind that song um when you were putting that album together, um, you know, like what was the impact that you wanted to have? And then did you have any experiences or things that um, inspired you in terms of content um, for lyrics? I feel like I, I, was, I was dealing with things in real time that were happening to me that mm-hmm. I had to let out, you know? Okay. It was okay. just like a chapter in my life where like I met Lance and like, Dude, like this is the story I want to tell because this is what I'm living right now. Okay. And a lot of it was like, I guess, like me trying to figure out who I am in, uh, 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 in this world with like a lot of, with me dealing with my relationships with women and 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 such, you know. So, you know, I was, I was like going through like a breakup. Wow. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like breakup makeup situation. Okay where it was, it was, you know, I feel like people could relate to. Mm-hmm. 100%. So you guess you wanted to kind of channel that into the, into the music and, and, uh, and, um, you know, share your story. Um, 
so you know i know you you mentioned earlier about releasing new music um coming out hopefully pretty soon now in comparison to the mascara tears project is there is there any new sounds we can expect from you did you maybe switch some something up work with different producers what's what's going to be different about the cj flemings we're going to hear versus the cj flemings we've already heard um so i feel like for the next thing i'm working on i'm working on two things right now uh, that i feel like are gonna hit really hard first of all okay. i'm really proud of like like where i'm at with my with my craft at this very moment you know because when i when i when i met lance he taught me a lot and 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 it helped me grow as an artist to understand certain perspectives of composing producing writing and mm -hmm. Where I'm at now, it's almost like, you know, because I'm in a pandemic situation, we're all living a pandemic situation, actually. Yeah. It's like I'm, I'm learning how to do it myself as well. You know, so I, I, I got to, like, pulse a lot of the weight here in the studio on my own. And, uh, you know, I feel like I want to take it somewhere completely different. Okay. Like, okay. I'm, not, like I'm, not, I'm not in the mood to be doing the whole makeup breakup shit right now. <laughs> Like we turn it yeah. up. Like I, I, I always been the artist, the type of artist to turn up. Like if you check all my songs previously, like like you know, m m my catalog before Mascara Tears came out was much more amped than what Mascara Tears was. Mm -hmm. Mascara Tears was just a chapter in my life, man. You know, Forever Wanted More was kind of had the same. I feel like maybe the same energy, but I feel you know. I might have been saving that project, you know, where everything is like mm -hmm. hit after hit after mm -hmm. hit. I might have been saving that for the right moment. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm like excited to like put that part out, you know. So Lance and I've been like we got we got we got some fire in the stash already that we haven't dropped, um, that I'm working on. Um I got my boy Marty. Marty, okay. Um out in Switzerland, you know, he's really dope with it too. So awesome. When you now when you're when you're sitting down to put together a project in terms of team, because I know like certain artists, you know, I, I only like to work with my guys that I know. Um, are you, you know, do you have a team and you work with them? Or are you experimental with maybe the engineer you work with, an artist you have on as a feature? Like, are you pretty open to that kind of stuff? Um I like structure. Okay, okay. But I'm also a very open dude. Like I'm not gonna, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm not I'm not gonna like knock trying and experimenting other things and working with new people. But mm -hmm. structure is a very important part of this business, of you course. know. And I've realized that by being disciplined with my last album, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so for someone. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Just certain things that, just certain things that we could have worked on is just, you know, I guess, I guess like experimenting with my vocal, <coughs> you know, like I'm not going places, <coughs> sorry, I'm not going places right. with my music where I feel like I'm, I'm getting out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. You know, so I feel like it's it's just a matter of like finding 
certain new things that will help me stand out. Okay. That's where I'm at, you know, like, that's why I stay open. Cause like, I don't, I don't necessarily know what that formula is. You just gotta try and and throw everything at the wall, which Mm -hmm. one sticks. But, you know, for, for me to like find out, you know, like I'd be going through batches of beats, bro. Like that's, that's just like, you know, any, any rapper deals with the same thing. And, you know, as a picky artist, cause I, I am a very picky, do when it comes to like production and shit Mm -hmm. it's it's just a matter of not what beat i like okay what beat will make me stand out because my voice is different than than anyone else's you know i feel like everyone has a different tone Mm -hmm. and um i'm just i'm just trying to figure out what what's gonna make me stand out and and feel authentic to me okay if it doesn't feel that way it's scrapped you feel me? Automatically, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, most for the most part, most of the time, it is automatic. Hmm. You know? Have you have you ever had a, a situation where, for example, it's like someone plays you beat, you're like, ah, oh, you know what, this this really this really isn't me. But maybe that person didn't scrap it, and you you hear it again, and you're like, oh, you know what, maybe maybe this is a beat I can actually see myself on. Have you ever had situations like that where you where when you went back, you're like, oh, you know what, maybe maybe this this is right for me. It. It, it, it always, you know, there's there's a time where I feel like you, you can get inspired okay. by something, anything. It could be anything, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe you needed to hear a reference, True. you know? Maybe you needed to hear a reference, dude. You know, like, maybe you needed to hear somebody hop on it first before you decide, oh, shit, I, I should go on like this, you know? So mm-hmm. I feel like those vary a lot, a lot, you know? Like... I still got songs from like 2012 that I'm going back to. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that had, like the other day, I was I, I completely forgot about this one um, project that I was working on, and I was like, "Yo, this still this is this is timeless," you know. So yeah. I, I can't. There's no timer on 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 all of those things, you know. So I, you know, to go back to me saying, you know, scrap it automatically, yeah. you know, it's it, it it's pretty much scrapped until we figured it out, type thing. You know, okay. What I'm saying? okay. I get you. I get you. Definitely. Um. So I want to transition. I mean, I know we started off the conversation a little bit talking about COVID, but I feel like. You know, okay, obviously COVID has affected all, all industries, but I think in particular music, like I know we were saying, like, you know, we're not really sure when when the next time artists are gonna be able to perform in a concert venue, they're not gonna be able to do pop-ups and stuff like that. So like as an artist, what's your what's your mentality like approaching the situation, knowing that, hey, you know what, I, I may not be able to perform for a while, like mentally, like what's your mental space uh, right now? Um making sure that like whatever I touch sounds undeniable, you know, like, cause okay. I have all the time in the world to, to, to play that part. Okay. You know, I, I feel like, you know, and my strengths are in performing. Like I love to perform, mm-hmm. you know, I've grown to be a very well, um, a, 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 a good performer and I've grown to love it 
more and more, you know. I, I've i always wanted to go on tour for, like, months on months, mm. you know, as exhausting as it is and how unhealthy it sounds. I just want, I just want to see arenas packed full of people that, that fuck with me. Yeah, and came well, to see you. The vision or... You know, just just fuck with the story if it's even just the story, like whatever it is. Like I just want people to be in a room and feel some sort of magic. Mm. You know, like I know, that. I feel you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I feel like when that moment also peaks when I'm on stage. You know, okay. so it's hard for me to like put it into words. Accept what's okay. going on today. You know, mm, it's, yeah. it's it's like it's it's so hard, you know, but you just got to you just got to take it day by day and really, truly take into consideration that things can be worse mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that there's there's a time for everything. And now is just a time to do the, play this part, you know, and, and um, yeah, man, just preparing, preparing for what's to come, because, you know, you know, there's a lot of plans that might have been canceled, a lot of money that might might have been um, canceled as well. Yeah. Throughout this whole year because of this shit. But hey, you know, all we get, all we could do now is like make sure that we put ourselves in a position to double up for next year. Hundred percent. Now, um, I know, like, have you have you toyed with the idea of doing something like a a virtual concert or something on like IG Live? Because I see a couple like artists, like I know Tori, like uh, a Boogie, a couple of them. They've been doing like um, performances for their fans virtually. Have you have you um, wrestled with that idea, or are you just you you kind of just you know I don't want to do that. It's just strictly focusing on the content and the music right now. I I'm not gonna. I don't want to give my fans something that without me feeling like I'm giving them my all. You know? I see. Okay. Okay. And for the simple reason of it being a virtual live thing, mm-hmm. I find it tricky to find a situation where it, 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 it feels like I'm 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 giving you everything I got. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. I need a, you know, for a long time everybody's been just home, bro. So like, you know, for me to be at home and do those things, like home is home is home to me. So I, I use that time to um you know work on my craft obviously and 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 do what everybody else does at home right like you know i i i i did toy with the idea okay before this pandemic thing you know like really well of course it's 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 like a it's i knew it was already going to this point it's just i didn't think it would get to this as bad as it is yeah you know what i'm saying so I'm just being, I'm a very observant person, you know, I, mm. I observe a lot, you know, like growing up, I never really spoke that much. <laughs> um, I don't talk a lot, you know, I, like, I'm, you're more, I'm, you're more I'm, introverted, you'd say? I'm very, no, not, not, not really introverted, I, not really introverted in a sense, you know, I, I had that discussion the other day, you know, oh, okay. and 
you know, the close ones around me would say I'm not, I'm not, it's not that I'm an introvert, you know, I'm just like, I guess, you know, I, I'm soft-spoken, you know, like I, yeah, like, yeah. as they want to call me, they, they, you know, so it's for me to like observe everything that is going on is good enough for me to like prepare myself for a better move and know what I want to do next. You know, and I want to do it bigger than most, you know, like it's, I, I, I do feel like I could be number one at this, you know, 100%. so I gotta, I gotta figure out what it is for me, for me to like, just feel comfortable doing that first. And okay. I haven't found that yet. You know? Okay. Okay. Um, now with hopefully this state of emergency coming an end to as soon, just, just for you personally, like, have you, is there any positives, any things maybe that you've learned about yourself, learned about like other people that you would say, Hey, you know what, this pandemic, it wasn't actually all that bad. Cause I learned like X, Y, Z has, have there been any things like that that you've learned that's been positive for you or. Um, you get, to, you get to really see like, I mean, you get to really pay attention to the people that are actually in your life. Yeah. Like that's like the close one, the close ones around me. Like these are the people that I feel like, okay, wow. Like, like I, I'm able to see like who's actually supporting me on a day, day to day basis. Mm -hmm. Who's uh, whose love is real and, and, and genuine. Yeah. You know, that's, that's one of the most valuable things. Okay. In my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> other than that, everything's just at a halt. It's hard to really say that I've learned anything or, 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 or what about, uh, what about mentally? Like, do you find yourself to be a little bit, because at least for me, what I find was before, with, like with work, with working and everything, I would be go, 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 go. But now it's like, okay, I can take a step back. And I feel like a little bit more like mentally clear and a little bit more slowed down. Do you feel that too? Or, or? Absolutely. You know okay. what? I was in a different space back then, mm. you know, like mentally, now that you mentioned, I like, like, you know, I feel like I was in a different space okay. until the pandemic hit. And it's like, it's like, I feel more at ease. You yeah. know, I feel yeah. more like, oh, I have more. Th I, I feel like I have more things under control than before when everything was all moving. You know, mm -hmm. like everything was moving. It was going nonstop, right? Like, life mm -hmm. was just like super nonstop. Now that it stopped, it's like, okay, <laughs> you could actually look at your life and see like what you have and, and, and invest more time into figuring out what it is that you need to do. So I, 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 I guess it puts our our mentality at a more um aware level and just like like more comfortable i feel more comfortable now you know mm -hmm. like and i'm I, but i'm also the type of person to put myself and challenge myself put myself in a in an uncomfortable zone yeah so to, you play you play both sides yeah you don't I, get too comfortable i no i don't i don't i don't you know like that's why I'm always out going to the studio. You know, like I like I can't can't just stay home and mm -hmm. and, and not be able to record. I, I could, you know, set up at the house, but at the same time, it's still not. It, it doesn't 
pull the effect that I, yeah I'm, it's not the same feel yeah mm -hmm. i feel you on that um do you i feel like do you meditate i feel like you're one of those guys that meditate i get that vibe from you you know what dude i my meditation is right here okay <laughs> <laughs> so you do just in a different way <laughs> like really truly yeah i i'm open to the meditating idea i just haven't okay. been um consistent with it for me to tell you like what what it's like how it's how it's worked for me and, and right. that. so I, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to help you to to tell you that part but i've tried it you know okay like, I, I've, I've i've tried it obviously and it's you know you know what the pandemic is doing to us right now like mm -hmm. i feel like that's what meditation uh, is yeah 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 like everything really, stopped yeah yeah it's just like everything stops you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You gotta, you gotta actually, you know, clear your mind with everything that's going on, and 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 just think about nothing, and and like how we're doing nothing. We're not worried about fucking, you know, uh, you know. Shout out to all the people in the world right now that have to still mm -hmm. go work or 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 even like work. on the front line or healthcare workers with yeah. the thing right now. Yeah hats off to them you know what i'm Definitely, saying yeah i feel like i feel like if it weren't for for them we'd be in a more problematic time right now like like 100 you know what i'm saying like things would happen that we wouldn't really be able to control and i feel like they're helping us with this and you know it's just that you know being able to just stop and not do anything is kind of like a meditation. In, in it's a yeah, it's a it's a blessing in disguise. This pandemic is. I'm gonna say that it's a blessing in disguise. I think definitely. Um, so I wanted to get your opinion on. So you know, it's a time in there where you have a lot of people graduating universities, a lot of people graduating high school. Uh, high school. So you know, there's there's probably a lot of people who you know they want to break into the music industry they want to make their want to make their mark as an artist now just from your experience as an artist what are some things that they should do um, if an artist is looking to get noticed and then what are some things that maybe some mistakes you've made or um, some things that they shouldn't do uh, so they don't get taken advantage of um, as a new artist looking to make the mark in the industry um you gotta make sure that you you gotta make sure that your machine, your core way of functioning and delivering this, you know, like the, like whatever artist it is, you know, whoever it is, mm -hmm. like you're delivering music, but it's it's also these days we gotta we gotta push harder than that, right? You know what? Mm -hmm. What else are you doing? Whatever that is, you know, you gotta figure out who your core is. You know, okay. as it's hard to do it alone. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I I definitely got people backing me, and and my team is is, is really dope. Um, uh. And it took me a very long time to figure out how my team would run. And okay. still to this day, there's always changes happening and this and that. So like, mm -hmm. you, you gotta just, 
you gotta just take time and not be, try to have a good judge of character okay I, yeah 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 yeah. that's i feel like that's really important yeah because bad judging character can can have can get you some some people access to you be in your circle that aren't really there to see you um succeed and and you know they're just there to mooch off you or take advantage of you or, or do whatever you know yeah bro and sometimes it's not even any of the, the above <laughs> sometimes it's just shit happens <laughs> you know <laughs> like life is just like that so like you've yeah. got to be prepared for like like just being a good judge of not only character but good judge of the 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 equation yeah you know, like, because everything is calculated. Like, oh, of course. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, like, you need a producer and an artist to make a song. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, a, that's one equation, right? So, yeah, yeah. like, you got to, like, as complicated as the it is, like, to think that way, like, um, if you could think like that for other, other situations in life, um, I feel like being a good judge of... Of, of what the equation could turn out to be will okay. help you figure out what decisions you got to make, you know, yeah. and whether you can say yes here or no and, and move on. Um, um, constantly produce. Okay. Constantly. Constantly. Like, mm -hmm. bro, <laughs> a lot of artists, you know, it, it's, 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 I understand. I see a lot of artists. I see a lot of me inside of the some of the young ones. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like, like <clears throat> I used to like record a lot because I, I I I could just you know um, I have a setup. I could just help anybody record or whatever. So mm -hmm. if, if, if I'm recording an artist or whatever the case may be, just because. But I, you know, I, I ain't like the greatest mixer or whatever. I, we just record it. Yeah, that's a very important part of the process. You know, mm -hmm. there are mm -hmm. professional recording artists out there that are killing it. So, as a as a rapper or a singer or whatever you want to be, you gotta be constantly producing what you do. Okay. No questions asked. Like, yeah, it's no just a given. Reason, yeah, there's no reason for you to not be like constantly pushing shit out and like you know presenting mm. yeah your music and this is who i am if not then it's just like there's some there's like passion missing you know? mm. yeah 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 it's or that not, fire or something you yeah know? there's yeah. like a fire that you need to ignite somehow whether you need to go um see check moms check fams or mm. you know go check whoever you gotta you know what i'm saying like whatever you gotta Whatever you got to do. Yeah. Go parachute. Uh, para <laughs> Skydiving. <laughs> Whether you got to go paragliding, bro. <laughs> you got to do something to, you know, keep you constantly producing out of passion. So Definitely. It's, 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 <clears throat> yeah, man, just, that's what I try to tell everybody who's, who's, who's on, on the come up, you know what I'm saying? And, really wanting to make music, I guess. It's it's tough, like, 
it's definitely a hard industry to be in. It's mm. not competitive too. It's you gotta you, you know you gotta do your thing. Hella competitive, yeah. And if you're mm-hmm. not constantly producing, someone's gonna someone's just gonna you know go over your go over your head. your head just because they're consistent with it. It's not yeah. it's not so difficult to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's, uh, I want to ask you this, what's some, what's some advice that maybe you've gotten that's like, you know, what stuck in your head and you kind of, you know, when you're having a setback or you're having a bad day, you, you go back to as a means of like centering, centering yourself and be like, okay, you know what? No, I got this. Um, embrace your mistakes. Okay. You know, and embrace Embrace your breaks. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, it's, it, I like. I think I think failure is what cr- makes you who you are in life. You know, like 100%. we call it failure because that's how language is. But it, like, who is to say failure is something is is a bad thing? Feel mm-hmm. me? Like, like I I understand the term. And, but what I'm trying to say in life, us as people who are trying to figure out who we, who we are, like our, our, our most interesting stories come from failure. Yeah, time. 100%. Or it's like, it's like you see, you see the progression of what you think, oh man, you know what, there's this time where I thought I failed on this, but actually I didn't, it led to this. And now I'm in like a 10x better spot than I was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. you don't want to aim for failure. People don't no. aim. For no, failure. no, no. It's just, you got to embrace them when they happen mm-hmm. and not, and not put yourself down for it. Yeah. Cause that's when everything stops. I think, you know, at least for me, it's like, that's probably right there. What you just said is probably the hardest part. Cause I know I'm very tough on myself. And when I, quote unquote fail I'm like fuck man like what do you do you know what I mean and it's like okay I gotta I gotta tell myself sometimes be like man you know what just just relax it's 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 gonna it's gonna be okay you know <laughs> yeah you, know, you really it's you gotta be tough with with the with the with those calls sometimes mm. right? yeah, in yeah, the yeah. moment like it, it, you might not be thinking about it but bro like it's it's a very key part of how we can maneuver and, and 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 see things in a better way. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So I know you mentioned some some music and stuff that you're gearing up to release. I can I can imagine those are some some things you want to release by the end of 2020. But just besides maybe the music, or do you have anything else that you're looking to accomplish uh, by the end of the year? Um, by the end of the year, I I, I have this idea of wanting to always just like <clears throat> so growing up right mm-hmm. one of my favorite things as a kid is just to like drive by and see a toys r us okay okay you know like yeah yeah, yeah. i always loved just that logo even mm-hmm. like like wherever it was if i saw it it was lit right like mm-hmm. toys i don't know like if, if you if you if you weren't a kid and didn't fuck with Toys R Us, <laughs> something like, was wrong, man. <laughs> I, don't know. I just don't know, dog. Yeah, that shit. 
just makes me feel youthful. So like, I, I kind of want to be able to, <clears throat> you know, pull off some sort of um, toy drive, you know. Okay, okay. I don't know how I'm going to make it happen yet. I'm still in, in, in the works of it. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I would like to, to, to do that at the end of the year because um, we're in a time right now where I, I feel like, you know, music will come bro you know it's just like what what can i do that will help others um and help make a better community as well in my city because you know i i I just want to be able to give i i really expecting nothing in return either bro i'm just i feel like that's true giving when you give i wish i had someone like me giving out presents you know, mm-hmm. when I was a young kid, like, I remember being, because my dad owns a barbershop and, you know, okay. had me up in there. And when it, sometimes their clients would would just pull up on me on Christmas Day and, like, oh, wow. I would get a $100 bill or, you know, some another client would, he might pull up on me and he might give me, like, a, 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 a what's one of them joints called? Uh, PSP? Oh, PSP, yeah, little portable things, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. So I would just, I would just be like, like, it, it was almost like, a, I don't know, if if someone were to do that for me, mm-hmm. like, I remember at the time how happy I felt, you know. Yeah. And you remember I, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I just want to be able to like maybe give that to uh, um, some kids out here in the city and can't in the whole in Toronto too, maybe possibly. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know that though. Yeah, we're still, still trying to discuss and figure out how we're going to do that. But, okay. Yeah. No, definitely. That's a good idea. I'm, I'm looking forward to when you, you know, hopefully put that out. I definitely, uh, definitely interested to see um, how that goes. Um, so for people who want to, um, learn about you, browse your music, follow you, keep updated on what you're doing. Where's the best place for them to find you at? Oh, uh, just go to cjflemings.com, man. cjflemings.com. You know, that's one M. You know, you can sign up to my newsletter. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start packing up my, my newsletters and, and, and sending out some stuff, uh, you know, be the first one to um, receive them and, and get the, and get the news. Cause there's a lot of music gonna be coming out, man. I'm, I'm not. I haven't stopped making music. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will come. You know, we will be performing again. You know, and it's it, it's crazy. You know, I, I was ready to go on tour this year, but you know, this whole this whole this whole pandemic. You know, thank God. You know, the family's okay. I hope your family's okay as well. You know, mm-hmm. but, and. I hope everybody just makes it out so that we can just, there can be a time, bro, and we just link up again, you know? Definitely. No, 100%. I, I definitely agree with that. I hope your family is, is okay, too. I appreciate you asking that. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we'll make sure, guys, to leave that in the description box below. So, if you guys want to check out uh, the newsletter, subscribe, music, all social links, all that, we'll put that in the description. Um, so just before we end off here, CJ, I just wanted to play a little rapid fire question game with you. So I'm just going to rifle off some questions and just give me kind of a quick, quick response back. Kind of first thing that comes to your mind. Ready? All right. So, um, what's your favorite album that's been released so far in 2020? 
Favorite album so far, 2020? Yeah. Um, probably that Drake album, actually. That Drake, the, the demo, Dark Lane demo tapes? <laughs> Dark Lane. Okay, um, good voice, good choice. Um, now, if you're stranded on a desert island, you can only take one thing with you, what would it be? If I'm stranded on an island? Yeah, only one thing. One thing with me? Stranded on an island. Yeah. Ooh. Let me think for a second. Okay, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Man, I'd probably just have a bottle of Hennessy or something. Facts. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing stranded on an island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god maybe for me i'd pick like uh i'd pick like a knife or something so i can like chop down some trees or like kill some fish <laughs> or nah at that point bro i promise you with the henny bro that'll have me doing some crazy shit coming up with knives up in there like, true I, yeah yeah make my own shit <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um you have a favorite television show you're watching right now favorite what uh television show you're watching right now um shows. Yeah, actually, I'm okay. late on this. Mm -hmm. I'm super late on this, so nobody, you know, I don't really watch TV shows and shit like that. No hate. <laughs> like that, you know, but <clears throat> The Rap Game by mm. Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine Dupree, oh, yeah. funny as hell, bro. Like, I, I enjoy watching that. Like, JD did a really good job at that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... I, just fuck all the haters because <laughs> I like that show is funny you know like I, I hope he keeps that going because I didn't know you know I used to see my little brother like my little brother used to they, they pick up the tablet so early bro so yeah yeah you know, he'd be on a tablet at, at, when he was like four like you know he's like what 10 now or whatever wow. but like yeah, he, yeah. when he was like five years old six years old he was on the tablet watching that shit you know, okay. Yeah, so I was, like, but I used to always look at him like, "Why are you watching this?" <laughs> <laughs> like, you know? You're four, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like y'all like, need to be watching that, man. Like, you know, <laughs> like literally, you're five years old. Like, go watch some like Dragon Ball Z or something. Yeah, there we go. That's a good show. <laughs> but yeah, he, he he started watching that at a young age, and then finally, since we're in this pandemic right now, um, mm -hmm. I have more time on my hands. Um, so you watch I, it too. I just ended up like clicking season one, and now I'm I'm in season two, just trying to finish it up. So yeah, that, that's just funny. Shout out it to is. Shout out, yeah, shout out, yeah, shout out them, shout out Rap Game, shout out Netflix. <laughs> um, so last one is Chick Fil A or Five Guys. Which which burger which burger place do you prefer? Five Guys. Bro. Five Guys. Not even a question, eh? <laughs> My boy was here right now. Oh, he would be he'd be dying on the floor, but that's not even a question. <laughs> okay. Good, because that that'd be my choice too. <laughs> awesome. Alrighty, man. So that uh, that concludes it up. I uh, appreciate you coming on the show, man. It was a great conversation. Really enjoyed talking with you. Uh, just uh, like I said before, guys, we'll make sure to leave all the social links in the description box below. If you guys want to keep up to date on what he's doing, we'll leave our social links in the description box below so you guys can keep up to date on Real Collective. And we'll catch you guys soon. Yes, sir.